Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Business Mojo and Margaritas, where I get all up in your business in 20 minutes or less. I am Suzanne Proxa, your host, business strategist and coach for female entrepreneurs, and my jams just happen to be a client attraction and marketing. So let's not delay any further. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, everybody. Suzanne here. Welcome to another episode of Business Mojo and Margaritas. I am here today with somebody whose name you have probably seen popping up all over the place, and that is my own Holmes, and I am going to let her introduce herself. She seems to have quite a bit going on, and I think she's going to do a better better job than me, so welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Hello, hello, everyone. So tell people wh what it is that you do. This is pretty interesting. Okay, so I first off, my real name, because I always get this, is my own, like, name I was born with that my mother gave me. That's first <laughs> of all. <laughs> um, but I am a, I own a social media agency. And so I work with business owners to help grow their visibility. But at the same time, I'm an influencer myself, and I advocate for children with developmental disabilities as well. So I do have my hands full. Awesome. That's a great mission. Yeah. So today, we are going to talk about a subject that can get a little, little touchy out there online, and that is direct messaging. So I am really stoked to get into this topic. It goes down yeah. in the DMs. <laughs> yes. Yes. So let's talk about this. Um, you know, because the description of the podcast is how using direct message can help you grow your business and curate relationships. And I think that we both know that a lot of people, and I will raise my hand, are like, <laughs> don't DM me. You know, no, actually, I don't mind it on Instagram. It's the okay. Facebook messenger that drives me crazy. Then they're DMing you wrong. Yes. In my <laughs> defense, I get a lot of really icky ones. And then for instance, on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. um, oh my gosh, like just spam after spam after spam over there, even though it's like my favorite platform right now. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So let's dive into this. Um, so you know, one thing we need to talk about is those messages in your inbox from complete strangers. Okay. You know, do you find those yourself annoying or do you find them exciting because it's you're learning from someone new or something of that nature? It depends on what the first initial message is. If your initial message is sell me or make me go join something or make me like something, then I'm like, I'm put off. <laughs> I I am because it's like you know that reminds me of no no disrespect or no you know to anyone but like you know how the people come knocking on your door um like trying to sell you something or the people who come like trying to preach the word and you're like oh, like I don't know you I don't know anything about what you're trying to get like I'm not for it so those are the people who turn me off 
But when someone genuinely comes in my inbox and they're like, hey, I saw X, Y, Z, they say something about me that they, like whether they saw me in a Facebook group or they saw me on a live or they heard me on something, that tells me that they took the time out to learn about me. I like that. I like that differentiation. Yeah. Um, and you know, I get a lot of these people who send a message that say, you know, hey, what do you do? And it's interesting because I'm actually, I mean, you and I both know, you know, visibility and marketing is my thing. So if you go to any of my social media, my Facebook personal profile, anywhere, you know exactly what I do. Every, everywhere. Yeah. I appreciate, and I do appreciate when you take the time to like look at my profiles to learn a bit about me. And that way you can find, and this is what I tell people, look at the person's profile, find what you have a connection with that person from. Sometimes, like for me, I'll initially look at someone's profile picture. And I'll be like, hmm, she looks, she looks fun. Or, oh, she looks like she's doing something, like something that I'm interested in. So then I click on the profile and then I go what I call snooping. And then I check out like, oh, what's she doing? Oh, she has a book coming out. And then I start to get even more intrigued. And then that's what makes me first friend request and then or a follow or which depending on what platform you're on and then I send the message just so I don't look like a creeper (laughs) you know what I mean and then I send the message on what intrigued me about them and then I might ask a bit more about what they do or who they serve or something in that retrospect but I don't just off the top like oh tell me more about what you do like okay if you look at my bio like you know what I do (laughs) okay so you know you make a very good point if there's actually you know a good relationship building kind of interaction that they're doing they've paid attention they've done some research and that's not necessarily a huge turnoff for you no it is not I'm actually like oh okay you found me on and you know what it does it lets me know which platform is working for me so if let's say for instance if 10 people message me on facebook right and then six of them say they saw me on a post on instagram that tells me whoa okay i'm getting heavy traffic and i need to concentrate a little bit more on instagram you know what i mean so it helps in that retrospect too yes You know, that is a very good point because I know I've seen an influx of people from LinkedIn coming over to Facebook. See? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I figured it out. So that is a very good point for people who are listening. It's a good way to gauge where your engagement is working. Exactly. Exactly. Like, where should you be putting your time? Definitely. So I think we all know, you know, we talked a little bit already about the things that people just absolutely can't stand. You know, there's the jumping into your inbox right away after a friend request, for instance. Hey, join my group. Hey, buy my product. And then, you know, like the one for me as somebody with chronic illness, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've got that stuff under control. I've been doing all the healthy things for like the last bazillion years. But there's always somebody who's jumping in, you know, oh, you've got fibromyalgia. And then they're just like, oh my gosh, it's like a barrage of. Yeah, let's try my product or I can help you. Like the every what irks me, I do social media. Anywhere in my bios, you see that. Why are you messaging me about your services about social media? Like that is the last thing I would pay for. 
Yeah. <laughs> I get that too. You see, like, are you not paying attention? And that tells me that someone's either using bots or just really doing click and play, which is you have your script and you're copying and you're pasting. And the script is okay, but you still need to go a bit off of the cusp from the script. Don't just copy and paste, copy and paste, and you're not taking the time to learn about who you are connecting with. Yes, most definitely. Okay, so let's talk about then the good ways to use direct messaging. Absolutely. So the good ways to use direct messaging are, once again, if you want to connect with influencers. So get your list of influencers who you'd like to connect with and be straightforward. Like, hey, I noticed if it's a clothing influencer, if you sell clothing products and you want to use that influencer, let them know that you love the way they, you know, show products and the way they take their images and just give them some compliments and let them know how you would love to maybe you want to send them something just as a thank you for being so great for you're trying to be gracious that's one way another way is just curating relationships think of it as i always say think of going in the dms is like when you go to a networking function when you first go to a networking function you won't walk up to someone and automatically say hey buy my services <laughs> you take you know, you introduce yourself, you say something about you, they say something about them, and then you learn a bit more, and then you see, one, how can I connect with this person, perhaps to offer my services, or maybe I know someone who could use this person's services. So don't always think about yourself, think about curating the relationship, because it can always come back to you. So like, if I connect with someone, and perhaps I don't need their service, and they don't need mine, but I connect with a tax representative and I'm like oh my gosh my friend such and such or these three people I know were just talking about it then you send them that person's information now you've made a connection with this tax prep person you've helped some people out and now you will come up in that person's mind for me if someone needs social media I will be more so the first person they think of because I've sent them business Yes. See, and I love that. I think that's one of the things that people forget about on both sides is the value of those referrals. Exactly. That exactly. you get through connections. Exactly. And the third, <clears throat> the third way is on Instagram, for instance, when someone is looking at your stories, if you have a four-part series to your story and someone has watched all, all four parts, they're interested in that story you have, <laughs> okay? So take it a step further and ask them, hey, do you have any questions about X, Y, Z? Or, hey, I'd love to chat with you more about da 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 So you're not trying to sell them, but you see they're interested in what you're talking about and you just want to continue the conversation with them. That's a great tip. Yeah. Take that and run with it, listeners. <laughs> Yes, yes. And it, and it, I don't want to say it works because it sounds so salesy and I hate that feeling, but it does work. And relationship building is really what you should be doing in 2019 to help build your business. Absolutely. And you know, it's interesting. There are people doing very well on Instagram that are using direct messaging over there. It just seems to be a different world. It is. Very much so. But I think direct messaging is 
not I think direct messaging is on all platforms, but they're different styles. Mm-hmm. Like there's direct messaging on LinkedIn, but it's a different style of doing it as opposed to on Instagram. The same way with Facebook, it's a different style. Like in Facebook, if someone's asking about the services that I offer in a group, I might make a comment, but I like to continue the conversation unless they say, if someone says don't DM me, please don't DM them. (laughs) But if they don't say that, I like to continue the conversation in their inbox because I want to learn more about what they need. Because social media, some people need brand awareness. Some people want leads. So I want to learn more about their business and what they're looking to get. And that's a conversation I don't want to continually have on a thread. Right. No, it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. And that's one of those situations too, where, you know, like you said, somebody is clearly interested. Exactly. So it's not a big deal. It's not like you're coming in hot. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's a totally different thing. So. Absolutely. Awesome. So, you know, there's a lot of ladies out there. You know, I had somebody mention to me the other day, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, that in their group, you know, they're, they're not hearing much, not hearing much, but then they've got people in their DMs telling them how much they appreciate it. And, you know, I get that as well. You know, most of my clients have actually come from silent stalkers, as I call them, you know, people who are watching me in my group or on social media and people love my live videos um, because I'm entertaining, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) you are. And so I get get messages all the time from from those silent stalkers. And so maybe, you know, do you have some thoughts for the people who are listening on how to handle it when they get those messages? You know, how do they how do they go about replying to that and continuing the conversation in a way that's not all, you know, slimy salesy? Any thoughts? So what I like to do, depending on, for instance, I have a, I have a Facebook group myself. And so a lot of times I will, they'll come in, people will come in my inbox asking me questions. And I, a lot of times and many times I tell people, oh, this is a great question. Do you mind if we pull it to my Facebook group or do you mind if I post this on you know because I feel that maybe their question or what they need or their concern would be of value to others so that's something that I recommend like sometimes trying to pull the conversation like somewhere in a group or somewhere else where maybe what you're going to reply with can give value to many instead of just one Hmm. So I like that yeah, many people don't do that. They're just like answering questions, answering questions. I'm like, oh, these are great. Like, let's, hey, let's take this over to my group or let's take this on my page, you know, because I think a lot of people will benefit from the same question. What I found is there are a lot of introverts online, okay? <laughs> a lot. Um, and extroverts are a magnet for introverts. That's another thing I've realized. And so I take that into consideration. And so sometimes I'll say, I'll ask like, Hey, why didn't you ask? Like, I'll see that they were watching my live. And like, I always say drop comments or questions and they didn't. And they're just like, no, I just wanted to ask you. And I understand that. So that's something else that people should take into consideration that perhaps the person may be an introvert and that's why they're coming in your inbox. Yeah. And, and, you know, that brings up another thought for me too. You know, if you are somebody who 
doesn't hate the messages or who can deal with it. I think it might be smart then, you know, with so many, because you're, you're absolutely right with so many people being introverts out there, you know, maybe inviting them to actually message you if they're not comfortable leaving a comment. Right. Or if you are one who, because like you, there are many people who don't like the DM, they don't invite the person to there's ways where like if on Facebook, you can set up a bot to say, Hey, I'd love to continue this conversation, but let's continue it over on my email. And perhaps you set up an email that's strictly for social. And so all your social, um, messages that you would get on the different platforms go to this one particular email and then you can answer it once or twice a day. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. I love my tech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's another option is DM because, because you can get swallowed up in social and in DMs and it could take over your day. So we don't want that to happen. And so in an effort to help with some of those things, like that's one of the things I would recommend is sending them to email you or you only have a certain time where you answer your messages like hey I only answer the messages at nine and at five or something like that yeah I like that and I think you know one of the reasons why I grew to dislike Facebook Messenger was just the onslaught of messages um <laughs> you know some of which were you know the things we talked about that you shouldn't do yes so it just got frustrating but next I like to have a little fun, right? <laughs> when people come to me with a, hey, I just found this weight loss. And so I'm a thick girl, okay? And I love it all <laughs> my curves. And so does my husband. And sometimes I say, like, I'll message back, like, what you trying to say? <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> because you didn't get to, you didn't take the time to get to know me. And if someone took the time to get to know me, you would know that I love my curves. I might want to just, you know, tone them, but I love them. So I'm not really trying to lose, but here you are trying to tell me about losing weight. And so I want you to feel a certain type of way because you didn't take the time to do your homework. Wow. I can't believe people do that. That's awful. Or, you know, I love MLM. Don't get me wrong. Like MLM is awesome. If you do it the right way, it's amazing. Yes. But there are a lot of people who are learning MLM in the wrong way. And so they friend request me and then the next thing they're requesting me to like their page. And then the next thing they're doing is telling me about their great product. And adding you to their group. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so my other thing is if you add me to your group without asking me if I want to be in your group, then that means you want me to promo. So I'm dropping a promo. <laughs> a lot of people do that. Yes. I haven't been able to bring myself to do it. But a lot of people do that. Yes, because I feel like you didn't ask me if I wanted to be. You just put me in your group. Okay, I'm going to just put my promo in here. Yeah. So, yes. Mm hmm You are not alone on that. <laughs> people will learn. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you mentioned bots, which obviously is part of the, the messaging process for some. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you think about those? I love them. Do you? I'm not a bot hater. Done the right way, they're amazing. I, for instance, I did a challenge this past week, and the way she matched the, you got your information for the challenge via the bot, and it was awesome. 
like the follow-up, any question that you could think of, like she had put in the bot. So I really love that. And then I like when the bots offer the option of continuing the conversation with the real person. Nice. And when you offer me to unsubscribe. The only time I don't like a bot is when I cannot find that unsubscribe button. <laughs> right. You know, I tried one for my page and I was I just like, oh my gosh, the next time I attempt that, I need to hire somebody. Yeah, I love, so I actually use a bot for my Facebook group. What? Yes. So when people join and they get the join message, then I say, here's a gift and there's a link and they click on it and it puts them on my bot and it's a video they get welcome them, welcoming them to the group and a link for my freebie. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yes. So I love bots. Wow. <laughs> okay. So do you have any other, you know, tips or advice for people on how to make the best use of those DMs? Yes. So if you want to be strategic in doing, um, and helping your business using direct messaging, I suggest keeping a spreadsheet so you can know who you've contacted, what you've contacted them about, because perhaps maybe you're contacting people via DM for blogging or um, podcast interviews, right? Yes. Or perhaps you're contacting them about business or you're just trying to make a connection. So I would keep a spreadsheet with different tabs for what you're doing the outreach for. That's what I call it. And then give it some time, like don't continually, don't message people that you do not know and have a connection and relationship with back to back to back because that's irritating. <laughs> and that's the quickest way to get you deleted and blocked. So just start in the beginning, look on their profile. What do you have in common? What's something that could connect you to the person? Why are you contacting the person first of all? No one should have to ask you why you contacted them. And then after that, give it some time and then maybe give something of value, whether it be not a freebie. I don't like people giving me a freebie to a link where I have to give them my email. I like it more when you give me a freebie and it's just here, take this. I think you could really use it and I don't have to give you my email because that tells me that you really care about me needing or getting this information that you have for me. Nice. You see what I mean? And then after that, open up the conversation like, hey, did you get a chance to look at what I sent you? Did you find it useful? Maybe you say you're taking a survey, you're trying to see what products and services that, you know, your ideal clientele can use. And then that's how you start a conversation. Perhaps they did find it useful, perhaps they don't, you know. So keep a spreadsheet so you can keep track. Yeah, I, I love that idea. Don't do who don't want to be DM'd. <laughs> if they say it in their bio, that's most of the time on Instagram where it will say um, no DMs and it will usually say email them. Do not DM them because that's the quickest way to get, again, deleted and blocked or unfriended and blocked. <laughs> mm -hmm. And just really, instead of thinking of it as what can I, meaning you or your business can gain from it, think what value can I offer when you're going out outreaching and direct messaging? Absolutely. And I think, you know, tapping into mindset a little bit, you know, that gets hard for people sometimes because 
there's a lot of people out there who are, and I've certainly been there myself, mm -hmm. in that state of desperation. Oh, when you get in that state of desperation, like you are just doing things that you wouldn't normally do. Like you are heading straight to the salesy stuff and you forget, you know, the things that you were just talking about, making connections and taking your time and offering value and stuff like that. You have any, anything to say to those ladies? That, because I've been there myself, and that is the quickest way to get furthest from your goal. If you, it's hard to say, think of the money, think of the dollar last. <laughs> oh, sure. But if you think of what is the end result I want for my business, then that will help you open yourself up to do what's necessary and not just think, oh my God, I need to make 5,000. I need to make 5,000. So I need to, do, I need to make 5,000. So I need to talk to 20 people. And I need to, in order to talk to 20 people, I have to DM 50 people in order to, you know, like take a step back take a breath trust what your brand trust your business trust that you know what you're doing and trust that curating these relationships will help your business for the long haul not for short term yes absolutely i it's just it's a tough place to be in but definitely good advice yes so i have another question for you and it's not about DMs. <laughs> How do you juggle business and personal to ensure that each one is being fulfilled? Because you are a busy lady. I am because I have four sons, right? Ooh. Yeah. So, <laughs> no lie. I was just talking to my husband about this. And it's something that I see with a lot of moms who have many children. Scheduling. Like I have to follow a schedule and plan because if I don't, my whole life will be in disarray and I'll just be trying to lay in the bed, drinking coffee in the morning and wine in the evening. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to adhere to a schedule and the schedule, again, I have a son on the spectrum. So the schedule helps in business and in um, personal, but it helps my son too. Awesome. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah. So that's what I would like. The first thing you should do, ladies out there, if you're listening, pull out whatever planner, whether it be digital. I have three planners. I'm a OD planner. Whether it be digital, your Google, or your regular planner, pull out that planner and plan out your week, two weeks, or your month if you can. And come back and you know leave comments and tell us how much it has helped you in your business and in your home life i plan things down to when i'm going to do dinner when i'm going to do laundry mm -hmm. that's some scheduling right there <laughs> be, and then it opens up because then i'm like sometimes i'll sit down and be like i don't know what i'm gonna do what am i gonna do because it's like free time because I've adhered to maybe I finished such and such client work ahead of time, or maybe it's not as much laundry, you know, this time that's rarely happens, but, um, <laughs> or maybe we ate out and I don't have to cook dinner. And so I'm sitting there like, what can I do? What can I do? So now it opens up more time for me to read because that was something that was falling to the wayside. My self care was falling to the side. So in business, that's important and it's pertinent. I was like, my self-care falls to the wayside. So once I adhere to my schedule and I stick by it, 
I have more time to do the things that I need to do so that I can be the person that my clients need and my family needs. Love it. Love it. Love it. So tell us real quick, what, what planners do you have? What do you so use? <laughs> I, I use, first I use um, my, I have an iPhone, so I use iCal. Mm -hmm. Two is Google Calendar sync with my iCal. And then I use GoodNotes, which is an app with my iPad. And I purchased a digital planner for GoodNotes. And then I have a paper planner. I don't know who it's by. I got it from Target because I love Target. <laughs> I use that. So the I don't always carry my planner around. And sometimes like my phone isn't all up to date. But my paper planner is up to date to the T. So like when I take my kids for appointments and things, I make sure that I have that. Nice. So then I just, when I come home and I have my downtime, I sync everything so that for the following week, it's like, oh, okay, I have this. Oh, I have this client call. Oh, okay, I have this. So everything's syncing. So perhaps maybe I've ran out the house and I left my phone, but I have my tablet. I can still, you know. So. I love it. I have all of, I have like several different ways of scheduling as well. <laughs> I have a happy planner. I am a large child with that thing. I even have the stickers. <laughs> oh my God. You can have stickers with the Good Notes digital planner. Oh, cool. Yes. All right. Well, so there you go, ladies. <laughs> now you know now you know how she stays uh, keeping up with all of that stuff. And you know your to-dos and please do not do's with your DMs. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. So I know that there are probably people out there wondering how they can get in touch with you and if, there, if there's any gift for them or anything like that. How would you like people to get a hold of you? Absolutely. So, of course, you can get a hold of me on Instagram. I am Instagram.com backslash socially polished. That's my business page or I my own now is my like personal page if you want to follow my life and see how I keep everything and I juggle everything that's the page to follow and I do have a free gift for you all it's all about social media content and getting your content all in play and organized and um of course you can catch this podcast <laughs> Yay. Awesome. I'm always online so you you can always catch me online and you can dm me I do not mind DMs. Awesome. So for the free gift for them, where would they go to get that? Or would you like them to DM you? They can DM me, but I'm also going to give the link to you. Oh, okay. Want to post it like on your Facebook page or they can come also to my Instagram and it will be in my bio as well. Fabulous. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed it. Oh my goodness. That tip for offering a gift that people don't have to sign up for when you're doing that outreach, sheer gold, y'all. And guess how you could do that? You guys have heard me talk about Member Vault before. You can create a product in Member Vault that is actually visible. So you can just send people to the link for that product and have whatever free goodness that you want to give people 
without an email address right in there. Think about it. Your PDFs, your maybe it's a video, maybe it's an audio, you know, maybe it's a masterclass or a training or something that you think people would find valuable. You can do all of that in Member Vault. So head over with my affiliate link to suzanneproxa.com backslash MV and get your booty signed up. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I'm so glad you decided to roll with me yet again. Hey, if you loved it, please give me a rating and some little comments on iTunes. And hey, if you're thinking that working together with my crazy self sounds like a fantastic idea, hunt me down. SuzanneProxa.com. That K is before the S. You can find all of my coaching information, my blog, my courses, all of the things all right in one spot. And with that, I will see you in the next episode, gorgeous.